You ever just like think about just doing a cold open because you can't remember how your show's supposed to start? Anyway, uh, I'm Cartoon Joe. This is this freaking show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. Uh, we're waiting for Travis T to finish up a uh, an interview on another podcast that he's going to join us. But I'm here tonight with uh, two thirds of a of a of a murder. Uh, my my good friends from Wayward Raven, Mark and ASAP. How are you guys doing? Hey, what's going on? Pretty good, pretty good. We're, we're doing Welcome good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, you guys, I, this is the first time you've ever been on this freaking show, right? This this freaking show. Never done this freaking show. Nice, nice. Well, welcome. It's uh, it's a different feel. It's a little bit more relaxed and a little bit uh, sillier, in some ways. We do silly uh, well. Yeah, we we we're really good at silly. Yeah, it's also it's more serious in other ways, but uh, hopefully we don't get into that tonight. Oh, uh, we do serious <laughs> poorly. Yeah, right. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you so? Why so serious? But why so serious? Well, you know, I'll do you one better. I got these scars. Why is Gamora? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, you guys are comic book creators and web strip creators and um, just uh, generally high-functioning creatives overall. Uh, and you are running a Kickstarter right now for an anthology. Do you, Would yeah. you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves, a little bit about the oh. anthology? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's uh, you know, as far as us, been, we've been making comics 10 years now, something like that. Um, God, has it been that long? Mark and I had long. hair on top of our heads when we started. Full, full, thick, luscious heads of hair. Let, let's let's not go that far, man. They, they can okay. see pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I want to retcon this. Come on. <laughs> Fine. We had luxurious locks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm picturing you with like um like Bobby a perm. <laughs> True story. I I there was a time where I did have long hair for like a you know a season, <laughs> and then I then I started going bald. So so sadly, I, I I'm I'm only half kidding when I say long luxurious hair because right up until well somewhere in college i cut it all back but um no i i had the kind of long thick wavy hair that that women are literally jealous of and then it fell out nice yeah 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 better to have loved and lost i suppose but yeah <laughs> now the only thing i can braid whether my wife can run her fingers through is my beard and back hair I don't know. It's one of those things that uh, I didn't know I was self-conscious about it until I uh, I thought I might be losing my hair. And then I was like, oh, no, i got to grow it out one more time just to see just to see that I can still do it. <laughs> just to say goodbye to it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then my wife was like, Joey, she calls me Joey. Joey, you've always had a widow's peak. Like, it's fine. Go look at pictures of yourself. And I was like, oh, you're right. It's fine. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was I was definitely self conscious about it when it started kind of going, and then like oh, I can hold on to it a little longer, a little longer. Finally, I'm just like, you know, what am I doing? And I, I literally yeah. shaved it all off, and I'm like, there, 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 there probably hasn't been a more freeing moment in my life. I'm like, wow, you know, this looks so nice. much better. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, 
Yeah. I uh I don't know why we're talking about this, but um <laughs> <laughs> I told you and I love that we, we brought you on to talk about your Kickstarter. We're talking about going bald. Um I didn't think I cared because I, I used to regularly grow my hair out to donate. And so I would grow it for two years and then shave myself oh, bald nice. and I liked the way that I looked bald. And so I didn't, I never thought it would be a big deal. And then the second it was like, oh, this might actually, I might never be able to grow my hair long again without it looking like, uh, like an A's villain of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suddenly got self-conscious about it. Like I literally, like, uh, my wife said something about it, I think to me, and I, I snapped at her about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, I'm sorry. I did that. I didn't know I cared. Oh, man. Oh, but anyway, fun. you've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. So, so yeah, 10 years. We, we, uh, we, you know, actually just did our 10th New York Comic Con, which is, which is where it all kind of started for us. Uh, out in Artist Alley, we, we showed up with two comics and, uh, what else? A, whole a dream. Uh, yeah, a dream. But, but how, what do you think? We had maybe 10 Dan Hero strips, something like yeah, that. Ten, it was 10 Dan Hero strips, a floppy of Ascendant and Horseman number one, I believe. And that was back before it was called Wayward Raven. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What were you called it's before also... Wayward Raven? I feel like I know, but I can't think of it. <laughs> so we, we were we went by Aegis, which is spelled A E G I S. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Which people as come the, up with like as the native Greek speaker was still freaking confusing to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the best the best part is people come up and they're like, so what's Aegis about? A Agus? What's what's Haggis about? Haggis. Yeah. I know it's one of those words that like everyone has only ever read to themselves because it's not ever said out loud. <laughs> exactly. But what's also Agus about. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> right. He just and, and, and like after hearing it for the entire weekend, I think we just started getting twitchy. We're like, okay, this has got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what uh, I mean. Wayward Ravens is a lot harder to mispronounce, I think. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Although you'd be surprised how many people I have to spell it for. Although it's funny, um, coincidentally, this weekend we were hanging out with an old buddy at, at Rhode Island Comic Con, and he actually showed us yeah. on his phone that he still has a signed Aegis copy of uh was it horseman or, or horseman horseman and descendant he's got both ah. yeah he's the only person who i know definitively has it yeah I, there's, yeah there's probably yeah, i might have a copy there. somewhere in storage yeah. but it's probably not even signed i may have just like you know pocketed it <laughs> <laughs> in case this shit goes nowhere <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, there, I'm sure there's we we sold a fair amount of them, so they're definitely out there. But you know, damned if I know where. So. Fascinating. So you guys just you did you already have? Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. So when you go to Artist Alley, did you already have a couple of books just ready to go? Or? Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we we were. Um, so Josh and I, who, who's the, the, the other Raven, yeah. um, we, we've been working together for a while. We, I, I think I may have told you, you this before. We used to write stage plays and, um, and, and they didn't really go anywhere in, in part because, you know, we're, we're really not actors. Um, 
Although I play one on TV. No, wait. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're, we're not. And, and so, you know, the, 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 whereas I think we, we have a good English literature background. It really wasn't, you know, and, and then on top of that, what we want to do with them really didn't fit the medium, you know? Um, so we realized that comics fit the medium a little better and we started writing them and moved some of those ideas over. Um, and had a couple in the can ready to rock and roll. We'd been working on probably for anywhere from eight, eight months to a year prior, probably a year. Um, had a, had a lot of failures too there to, you know, really learn some hard lessons about, you know, um, being able to, to, you know, keep folks on task and, and, you know, had some folks deliver some stuff that really wasn't the, uh, the first person we we had did it um did about five pages and she quit because it was hard um the the yeah, which is you know sad but true the next person who we had um do it um he totally went off script and was just like yeah i know this is how you panel things but i want to add in this and add in that or take this away and i'm like dude this isn't like even remotely the script that we gave you you know um, nice. Yeah, where do those yeah. notes come from? <laughs> exactly. Like, what, what 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 is this? Oh, it's a it's a fantasy fantasy story, but uh, suddenly it's in space. Uh, yeah, like like Star know. Wars. Yes, exactly, exactly. Wild West in space. I mean, it would be fun to be like a comic book artist who always sneaks a gnome into a panel somewhere. I've I've technically done that now that I think yeah. about it. <laughs> a couple times actually yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah but yeah it sucks to to pace I mean uh well I I haven't we've dabbled right we've dabbled with with making our own comic books over at, at Geekcast Live and um, obviously obviously and so the, I, we've, we I've got some idea of what it can cost to to have yeah. these things be commissioned and. To pay somebody that kind of money to have them do their own thing instead of what you scripted is like. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel yeah. as the as the artist in the room, there, there should there there is a caveat that sometimes when an artist goes off book, it can lead to some interesting things. But yeah, like Mark, like you guys were saying, it's like when I, you know there there's off book and cool, and then there's off book as in like. What the hell are you smoking, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like there's there's the difference between like the way someone might interpret a script and yeah. um, just whole cloth making up their own stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to take away from your creative process either, my friend. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'll tell you. I, like Alex and I have always worked well together because like I give him enough detail to to do some really cool artwork, right? But I, I don't go like all Alan Moore and Alan Moore who does like the super crazy detailed scripts where you're just like, I, you know, li- literally will will describe the glint in one's eye. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Uh, like, yeah, like stuff like that. It's like, OK, that's that's a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, so you need a balance. Um, but, yeah, when when I talk about going off book, I mean, like, hey, I wanted to add these five panels here. Do you think they look good? And it's like, dude, what, what do I do with that? You know, do I have to create extra dialogue now? Like, we go in full-on Marvel method. Here's some ideas. And you just draw some shit, you know? Right. Um, 
which can be fine if that's that process works for you, you know, but um, I think the gist of it is, is like really like, you know, it is a collaborative process. Yeah. Uh, goes both ways. Yeah. But ultimately, like if you're going to, if you're going to deviate from the writer's vision, you have a be- better of a damn good reason to do so. Um, not, you know, not to say like, you know, the, the writer is basically the, the God in the situation, but it's like, you know, most times it's like, it's, it's the writer who comes up with the ideas and it's the artist's job to, the artist's job to interpret those ideas. But sometimes an artist will see things and a writer doesn't. But sometimes, you know, the writer has a specific reason for doing things. So it's a collaboration. It needs to kind of work together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You know, it's definitely super important to, to, and you know, the collaboration piece is important. You got to feel comfortable with whoever you're working with, you know? Yeah. That is is true. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to like go through all of this process and it takes, it takes, it feels like it takes so long with the back and forth and the collaboration and stuff that it's just, you, you wouldn't want to work with somebody you're not comfortable with. It it feels like a tattoo or something. Yeah. That's yeah. a very apt uh, description of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, now imagine, now imagine if you were like, Hey, I have this really great idea for a tattoo. I'm going to have a lion and it's going to like look like this and like, it's going to have, you know, rear up and whatever. And it's, you know, it'll be this color and da da da. And someone's like, Oh, okay. Awesome. I drew a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a there's that's a okay right yeah oh yeah a lion to a penis is very different i uh, uh i i immediately jumped to there's a there's a girl on tiktok talking about um uh i may regret this but i decided to get nacho cheese on my burrito today just to see what it's like and uh the response that's that's uh what, what do they call it duetted or whatever um I don't know what it's called. I don't TikTok. But um, she's like, nacho cheese on your burrito. Like, really? That's that's what you're going to say you regret? I I woke up one morning and decided I needed a tattoo of a jellyfish and reached out to an artist who didn't know how to draw jellyfish. And, friends, I have a penis on my leg now. <laughs> I mean, that, the lesson in there is if you're going to get a jellyfish, make sure the person drawing it knows the fuck how to draw that. <laughs> That sort of that sort of shit, like those sort of misunderstandings, always make me giggle. My 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 absolute favorite, and we've all seen this picture. There there there's the there's a meme of this kid who like just he just looks he's just looking at you like <laughs> like oh really? And you've seen him. He's literally I, I I brown hair. I can't I can't really describe him. It's clearly a picture day, right? And, right. You know, and and the best part is. Um, the backstory on it, he's sitting there, he's, he's giving you this look like, oh, I can't believe I'm here and this is happening. And he's in his pajamas. And <laughs> the best part <laughs> is the backstory is his mother thought it was PJ Day, not Picture oh, Day. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That sort of crap makes me giggle. It just, it just does. Uh, yeah, that, because well, uh, Picture Day is forever. Yeah, and and I, so, I can yeah. only imagine the yeah. photographer is looking at this kid going, well, that's an interesting choice of stuff to wear. And he's probably like, yeah, my mom sent me this way. <laughs> she thought it was PJ Day. <laughs> the best part is the photographer is probably so bored that that made his morning. 
He definitely did. You know, he's the one who probably circulated. He's probably he probably yeah. laughed his ass off. He's like, well, I'll I'll see you for the retake in a couple weeks. <laughs> the oh, no, I just go to my no, website. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So you go to Artist Alley. You have a couple of comic books already. Was that um uh was that just uh Alex? Were you part of it at that point, or was it? I think uh, if, if memory serves, I was only part of it, the, like, kind of temporarily. Like, it just happened. Ooh. Like, so the backstory is that Mark and I, we we had just started working together at our day jobs. And uh, he coincidentally found out I was going to be at New York Comic Con as an attendee and that I was an artist. And I found out he was a writer. And... As we were working together, we started riffing on a bunch of I just just nice some stuff. Um, and then when as Comic Con approached, I found out he was going to be there, and I uh, we had the riffing ideas we had during our lunch break eventually became damn heroes because we're like, well, let's if you're going to be there, let's table together, let's try to do something just for fun. And I was like, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then like you know we had come to, that's where we came up with like the first ten. The first ten damn hero strips were literally like the first ten weeks before yeah. New York Comic Con. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I remember if I, I started that April. By that summer, we had started coming up with a foundation of what would become Wayward Raven. Um, yeah, and that's that's where yeah. that's where it came from. So we were still like we were at Wayward Raven under like Mark Frankel's name. <laughs> I don't think we even have a banner. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, we did. We had the Ascended banner. Oh, yeah, because it was that, that wonky horizontal one, right? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. no, no, no. It was, it was straight up and down. It was, uh, it was just the Ascended. Um, it said the Ascended on it. Um, and it had, it was a weird, it didn't, it didn't function quite as nicely as ours now that just kind of pops in and up. Uh, we we literally had to set the whole thing up with like multiple poles or something. It was like something oh we God. got from like Staples or something like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. We've gone through the, <laughs> we've gone through a number of different banners too. Um, yeah, we had a we had a horizontal one that was you know weird Raven, and we thought this would be a great idea. And what we didn't realize is is one pole is a hell of a lot easier to put up than two. Let alone ones with crossbars and things like that. So yeah, let, oh let that be a lesson to any aspiring creators. Don't don't get one of those unless it's super easy to set up <laughs> and you get them tested first. I mean, this thing ended up with like one leg shorter than the other half the time. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Yeah, especially like considering like the three of us pretty much had have OCD. It was just like <laughs> we're all twitchy. We're like just. Maybe I can just fix it a little bit, and then it would like you know like the other way or what you know like oh god yeah it was it it was a comedy sketch. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> comedy of errors, <laughs> such as yeah. where Raven's history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. I can just picture it so clearly in my mind's eye. And the funny part like, is like is like uh you know because like I had been going to New York Comic Con for a while, so um. A lot of the, a lot of the people who first came to the show were like people that I had known from just like the community, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing behind a table? <laughs> like, how'd you sneak in here?" <laughs> uh, yeah. Magic. 
as, as I think about it, Alex, that's perfect. You said the comedy of errors. I, I really think if you look back at our career as comic book creators, we're, we're basically like fucking spinal tap of, uh, you know, wait, wait, actually that there's truth to that. Cause remember the Stonehenge thing we had, we had moments <laughs> like that. Like, Oh, this, this thing didn't print the right size. <laughs> It's a very small book. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, I still remember like when we thought it was a good idea to to like create ash cans of our of our stuff and I like, give them out for free and then like nobody gave a crap about them and then just like I think I found some in a pit. Showed up. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Oh, God, I know. Yeah, like like bro. walking down the line out in New York Comic Con like come see your stuff here's an ash can you know this is just part of it come buy the rest of it yeah okay thanks. What's a uh, what's an ash can? Uh, it's like a, um, basically the, just kind of representative of, of the, the, it's smaller. It's like a pamphlet, right? And you basically, gotcha. um, shrunk down some of the stuff and you, and you haven't given the whole thing, but like maybe the first, you know, five to 10 pages, something like that. Um, yeah. gotcha. I yeah. actually, so I have a bunch of those. I just didn't know they were called ash cans. Yeah. Well, cause they usually end up in the ash can. Yeah. That makes sense. I, for whatever reason, what I was picturing was, um, like a Wayward Raven branded container that was just like filled with the ashes of like comics you couldn't print anymore. Failed ideas. It's like, oh, these are Sad bad. It. We burned them and <laughs> no, that, that, that's basically going to be where Kickstarter becomes. <laughs> <laughs> we burned them in effigy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, maybe you could make a, I don't, I don't know what it would look like, but a, like a digital ash can. Like that for for the third tier people. I'm I'm all of a sudden reminded of um when we when when we tried to do if you remember the damn heroes fun book. I had yeah. the idea because before we had enough content for a book, decided to go create a a damn heroes themed activity book, like a coloring book with mazes and puzzles. Oh nice. And we didn't have anyone like any access to a to like an actual printer like like you know that would do something like that in the turnaround time we wanted. So I remember going to like my local staples and trying to explain to the guy how we want the coloring book to be done. <laughs> and we could only like get like ten of them or twenty of them printed, and it was so prohibitively expensive. Like I think we we sold the, the bunch of them at a loss just to have yeah. something at the table. <laughs> My God, they had that horrible green cover on them too. I love that green cover. You shut your mouth. Yeah, it was it was, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. Was it like a, a staples? We threw this together for you, green. No, yeah. it, was, it was the green. Kind of. It was the green of the, the evergreen damn heroes. But like, oh, I, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But I blew. It was just so. It was so bad because I had blown up this the 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 design I had made for a a sticker. To be the size of a cover, so it was just this monstrous thing that, that looked like crap. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, good times. Man. Good times. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember we like putting that thing together too. It was like, well, let's do a word search. Okay, a word search. That's great. What words can we have in here? Well, I guess damn and heroes are two. They're not gonna have to be in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that was that was Gosh. interesting. Yeah. What are the legalities of including like Superman in your word search? Ooh. 
I don't think thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's I two know. words. It's super. I'm fun. a I'm a big uh, <laughs> you know pay the fine. Better <laughs> yeah. better to pay the fine than to ask for permission. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's pretty much how we operate, especially with with the beer at cons now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, you want me to put this away? Okay, I'll put it away. Yeah, that's oh. the best part of C two E two, I think. In fact, you can just walk beer. around drinking a beer. It's great. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Well, we, you know, when it's close and we don't have to fly there, we usually bring our own homebrew. So nice. Yeah, we get we give that stuff away for anyone who buys at a certain level. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, actually, this yeah. Yeah. This weekend we did a show in Rhode Island, and since we couldn't get the beer in time, we ended up just doing. Uh, Mark made a bunch of hot sauce. Ooh. Yeah. What's now we're way abroad, but what what's in your hot sauce? Uh, I did a brown sugar bourbon, uh, habanero, which uh, which is cool. Um, Sounds I have, yeah, it was really good. That the pineapple, um, the the uh, shoot, it was a, a pineapple uh, jalapeno was really good, mm-hmm. and um, I have a raspberry habanero also that was really pretty solid. That's yeah. speaking my language. I uh, in the third grade as a Boy Scout, I I volunteered at a a local like I'm going to say local horse horse festival. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's called Dan Patch Days. It, it's to celebrate a horse whose name was Dan Patch. He's the most famous horse to come out of Benton County, which is where I grew up. Mm. Um, uh, and I I had just really gotten into eating spicy things for the first time. And so I ordered a, uh, a taco salad in the requisite tortilla shell bowl. And I drowned that thing in whatever hot sauce they had. And I remember thinking, like, this is, this is, I like how spicy this is, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> and I actually told Lydia, I was like, she, she was like, oh, how was the hot sauce that you, like, obviously making fun of me, but, you know, I, I didn't catch on that she was making fun. So I, I very seriously responded back to her, like, uh, you know, I liked the heat, but if you could have a blue raspberry flavored one next year, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so yeah, raspberry jalapeno sounds right up my alley. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, it's you know just a little something to cut some of that heat with. You know what I mean? Yeah, just some some sweet. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I think I get to perfect. amp up the brown sugar a little bit next time with the bourbon. I want to do a little little more sweetness there, but you know, nice. Well, and habanero yeah. is such a nice flavor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of yeah. it's really one of the best flavored peppers I think out there. I mean, it's got some real heat to it, too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not, you know, I don't want to make stuff with ghost peppers and things like that, you know. I mean, it's, I got to tell you, one of the funniest things is I had all these mason jars with sauce in it, right? So they're, you know, because cause it, it, it kind of like at first it's kind of salsa, you know what I mean? You don't really right. chop it all the way up. You kind of make it, and it's got to sit and ferment for like a week yeah. or whatever. And, you know, it sits there with the um, cheesecloth over the top of it. And it's all kind of open to the world, so to speak. And, and um, we had, I don't know how many jars. I'm, I'm going to go with, I don't know, 20 jars, something like that, just sitting there. Um, 
and you know, it's in my house, so I'm walking around and I'm realizing like, why am I sneezing all the time in this oh. room? And they're like, Oh yeah, oh, that's right. The free, or or like I'm, that we're making the one batch and I'm sitting there like, you know, I'm getting stuffy. I don't know why. It's, it's like, I hope I'm not getting sick or whatever. And I asked my kid who's helped me. I'm like, like, are you getting stuffy too? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's the peppers then. I feel better. I'm like, like, I'm not going to, I'm not coming down with a head cold, you know, a, a week mm-hmm. and a half before a convention or anything like that. Right. But, oh, yeah. Gosh. The second I walked out of the room, it was as if everything was fine again. It was weird. Oh. That is weird. That's a, that's a really fast transition. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're chopping up all these peppers, and you're you're hitting them with the blender. You know, um, they're all open air, so they're all right there with you. It's not like you're moving them aside. You know. Yeah, right. Um, similar when my wife recently made um, oxtail, and she used Scotch bonnets. Oh. oh. Yeah. The house smell like I can smell it from my office downstairs. But the moment I came up, I was like, oh, this is this is powerful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. My mouth is watering and my butt is puckering. Just thinking about the idea of scotch bonnet oxtail. <laughs> Whew. God, that sounds good. Uh, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. So you so you've been doing the comic book circuit thing for like 10 years. Yeah. You have a, a great web. I, well, I think it's a great web comic. I don't know how other people feel about it. I, I know you guys must like it. You have four volumes <laughs> of books. Um, yeah, we keep doing it. So, <laughs> uh, and now you've got this Kickstarter. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about it? Yeah. So um, it's called We Suck at Comics. Uh, disclosure: We don't suck at comics. <laughs> but, no, they're uh, awesome. But well, awesome. I, I fact, would say. Read it and you decide. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. That's, right, that's right now is a great moment to pause the episode and go to waywardraven.com and and buy a comic. That's what yes. I that's what I would say to test yes. it out. But, yes, I agree. You know. Anyway, go on. Absolutely. Go on. But but that being said, we we uh, it, it's an anthology, and so the the theme really around it is rejection, and so. You know, we wanted something that kind of grabbed you and, and made you think a little bit. Um, and so that's kind of where that We Suck at Comics came from. Um, and the truth of the matter is we've got some really amazing contributors in it. Um, you know, folks that some are folks that we've known for a while. Some are folks that, you know, they're brand new friends. Um, we've got folks that have been doing it for years like ourselves. We've got folks in there that this is their first, you know, published work. Um, and so it kind of really ranges, it really runs the gamut. Um, and, and even the stories themselves are very, very disparate, right? I mean, because the theme of rejection, you know, we didn't really set it has to be this type of rejection. I mean, it can be, it can be something that got rejected. It could be something that maybe the timing wasn't just right on it. It could be something that was about rejection. Um, mm-hmm. or somehow ties it into the theme, you know. Um, so so really it was just kind of a loose guideline of, hey, you know, tell us why why this fits our anthology. And, and, um, yeah, we're not really we good some, rules and stuff, so. Yeah, I, I think we're better at breaking, breaking rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, it just it, it kind of came together really nicely. Um I think we've got 17 or 18 different stories in it. I mean, it's got like 25 plus, you know, creators involved. It's, um, 
as last I checked, I think we, we were concerned it might be over 300 pages when it's all said and done. Um, and so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's big and there's a lot to it. And, and, um, the, the Kickstarter is really going really, really well. I mean, I, I think, um, we, we, we were a little hesitant because we, we didn't really know, um, we didn't know if we'd bit off a bigger, chunk that we could chew you know i mean we're, right. we're asking for fifty five hundred dollars you know and, and on an on a on a uh anthology called we suck at comics you know? <laughs> right like, it's, it's gonna go really well or really badly we don't know um we're both we're either gonna get yeah or both or both right. yeah you know I, I i alex and i were joking around we said watch we're gonna we're gonna fall short of our goal by like one pledge <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. thereby solidifying that yes we do suck at comics <laughs> I, I gotta say the um the biggest anxiety i felt on this project was like that first two weeks when it was like like because you know how it is with kickstarter your first usually it's like sharp spike and then plateau and there was like after the first week it, it started looking like we were plateauing and you know, Mark can tell you, especially because, like, you know, when I was in Chicago at the time and I was dealing with some stuff, I didn't have the, the, the time and bandwidth to kind of, like, be as engaged. So, like, I'm just texting Mark. I'm like, how are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing? You know what? I mean, like, I, I, Alex and I kind of, you know, I, I'd say for this thing a lot, of, we've had our kind of hands on the on the, the tiller, so to speak. We've been kind of directing it, but you know, the folks that have really made it work, um, have really been all the other folks that, that have been part of this thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. and have really gotten the word out and supported it and, and told their friends and their friends and their friends. And, you know, I mean, obviously we've, we've pulled in a lot of our friends and, and, you know, family members and things like that too. But, you know, of, of what's been pledged, um, a real significant portions because they've been out there on that kind of, you know, boots in the ground um, sort of mentality. Um, yeah, I, I really think that this uh, is one of, if not the most active Kickstarter I've ever seen. Um, well, I, maybe I shouldn't go that far because like critical role exists, but yeah, um, uh, it's it's really in in terms of just like regular people who I see commenting even on on links I've posted in in Geekcast Live or this freaking show or my my Cartoon Joe page on Facebook. Um, I mean, there's there are people I've never even heard of who are commenting on those, being like, "Hey, thanks for the support," uh, because yeah. they're one of the creators who's involved in the project, and it's you know. It's really cool. It's really cool to see, and it's it's very it's 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 honestly really exciting. It, um, there's a part of me that is kicking myself in the butt for uh, you know Ryan has been pushing the the River City universe uh, yeah. amongst uh, him and him and Rob and I for for years, and I've always just been like, man, kickstart kickstart your book so that I know there's interest, and then I'll go I'll then I can be emotionally invested. I don't. I don't have the bandwidth to be emotionally invested in something that's not going anywhere, you know? And so, um, you know, just to see the, the wrench, uh, getting ready to be in print and, uh, to know that, um, uh, I have a, I have a character design for the priest. Um, (laughs) but almost (laughs) nothing else is like, ah, son of a bitch. I really, I dropped the ball. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know we were playing. Well, I'll, 
I'll tell you what, and we, we've been telling everybody this, you know, we, we have proof of concept now, right? Volume mm-hmm. one is successful. Volume one is going to happen. Right. And I, and I think, yeah. I think we were kind of like, well, let's see, you know, if this, if we kickstart this thing and it falls in its face, then all right, I guess this is not the right path, but, um, it's, it's, been really successful and, and it got it, it got picked as a project we love with Kickstarter, which I also yeah. think helped the talk. Yeah, that you was know what I mean? that's the thing that like really threw it threw it up for me. It was just like when Mark told me that I was like, no, no, can't, no, no, we're not. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I had, I had yeah. curiosity. I, so I've I've never run a Kickstarter before, so I don't know. Is there a process for do you like nominate yourself or does someone nominate no. you to it or I, is it just like there's an algorithm that decides? Gotcha. I think it's, I think there's probably a little bit of, uh, there's probably some technology that goes to it. I, and I don't know. I think I'm sure I'm not telling any secrets that I wouldn't know anyway, but, um, I'm assuming there's a trajectory of, Hey, this is done really well. We should pay attention to it. Um, then let's take a look at it. And I'm sure the staff reviews the things that seem to be doing well and, and if they truly like it, um, you know, or they think it's clever or whatever. And, you know, then then maybe it gets a little juice with them. You know, gotcha. So this isn't something that you knew could happen. No, it's it was no a total idea. surprise that was just like a bonus. That's the best thing I could hope for. That just yeah. you know, and 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 I think that to be honest, that's part of why we we put this thing together this way is that we thought it was clever. You know, and we thought it was interesting. We thought it was really cool to give people who didn't maybe have a chance to get their stuff out there. But by the way, when I, when I say this is a diverse collection of stories, it's got a diverse collection of people behind it too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when, when I, I'd like to think that when the folks over there looked at it, said not only is this clever, but it's got some really cool, interesting people in it with some really cool, interesting stories. I, um, I personally think they just love the video and, and love our, our little puppet show. Well, gosh. That, that, that may be true too. These, these bunch of knuckleheads. And, Desert know. nuts. Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I, mean, even, I yeah, there, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, even there, I was going to give credit where credit too. I mean, Sebastian put that video together, um, yeah, yeah. you know, and he did, he did an amazing job on it. You know, I mean, we we cut a we cut a couple quick videos and sent them to him with you know like, hey, good luck with it. You know? <laughs> well, let's let's make sure we, we we give respect to the proper people, and not just Sebastian, but his wife Jesse, who did a lot of the work behind that. Yeah, show. that's so true. The two too. of them are so, like the dynamic duo. So they both nice. did an amazing job on that. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like so many people have pitched into this project. And, and what I started to say before was, hey, volume one's proof of concept. But you know what? We're already starting to tell people and, and we'll tell you also, if you got a story, you know, go to our page, send it to us, um, you know, or, or query us because volume two is going to happen now. You know, this is. The, this this shows us this is this is something we can do, um, and I, assuming assuming everything doesn't fall apart somehow in the back end, you know, or give it time. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like another Spinal Tap drummer spontaneously combusting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't give it time. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no, in all seriousness, I mean, this is, we've got a great response from, from fans, from, from friends, from, you know, creators. Um, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to putting out this book, but then starting to curate book number two, you know, and, and thinking about what that theme is going to be and, and, you know, Oh, so do you think it'll be We Second Comics, but then it'll be a different theme? Uh, possibly. Um, you know, we may keep with the same theme. Um, we, we may switch it up a little bit, but I, I think that the goal is we're not always, I, even if we keep the same theme for volume two, volume three certainly would be different. You know, the, I think the long-term goal isn't to always do the same thing over and over again. Oh, yeah, but, of course. Yeah. yeah, not, not, yeah. To get a little business hat on here, um, it's likely that, that the We Suck at Comics might become, like, part of the brand in a way. Right. And to keep that humorous, tongue-in-cheek, self-deprecation thing that seems to be to really kind of work for us, but, mm-hmm. like, yeah. might even just explore different themes, like, you know, like, I think we joked around, like, we have rejection now, acceptance might be the other one, or, you know, we might just go something completely left field and, like, you know, make something, like, purple like you know like i would i would love to do like a like a random word search like pur- purple pineapple sunday and then that's the theme and then you just fucking <laughs> what you want. like we can we can do what we want which is the best part about it you know I do right what i want yeah I do what i want <laughs> i do what i want <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, that, there's that. a theme right there i do what i want like <laughs> That's you know what I mean. That's what a great thing. Like that's that's been kind of like the the thing that's helped us be somewhat successful in our projects. It's that we don't we, we clearly don't take ourselves seriously, and I think people realize how fun that that can and freeing that could be. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think especially, you know, um, I, I want to say like. Uh, Gen X, Millennials, uh, Gen Z, there, there's like generationally, the last few generations of people are all, there's so much pressure on us, right? To, to, um, especially toward the, the, the closer you get to Gen X to, to be like the perfect kid or, you know, uh, <laughs> get the right job and, and do the right thing and all this stuff. And, and then it's, you know, save the world or, or vote the right way. And then it's, you know, uh, uh, like lead the revolution or whatever. Um, like there's all this pressure to be and perform and, and live up to the expectations that, that your parents and society have for you to be able to just be like, you know what? Fuck you. I do what I want. I'm going to do what yeah. I want. I'm going to do this thing that I enjoy and I'm just going to enjoy doing it is wonderful. I mean, uh, well, dude, that's what what's more human the pandemic, man. People yeah, went- absolutely this you know <laughs> what can i get away to work for me well you can't get work for you because you pay shit wages and a shit job and f you yeah. i'm gonna go work when i want to work how i want to work you know yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. well i uh um i'm not trying to cut you off or or like say goodbye or anything at this point but i have been neglecting the fact that uh my co-host has been here for like 20 minutes and i haven't acknowledged <laughs> him at all silently waiting uh, Tony, hey, how are you buddy Bob. it's been 40 minutes joe has it been that long <laughs> i'm sorry it's been, no here, here's the thing here's the thing and i know i know we had this uh interview planned 100 percent um, and what I do is I put too much shit on my plate at once. By the way, congratulations to you guys for barely swearing at me coming in with a shit bomb. 
nutty. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, certain I dropped in all, in all one, fairness, that's my talk. <laughs> now, now, now that we know it's okay, we're going to fucking destroy this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, in, my mind, in my mind, like, I'm listening, and Joe, I need to tell you that you do need to do interviews way more because you are really good at it. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's like, just because I know these guys. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, too, is like, and I, I felt bad because I was trying to get out of the other interview I was doing, like trying to get them to wrap it up and everything. And we're trying to sell this whole wrestling gimmick thing in, in the indies. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I know what we have to do, but let's get moving. I have other things I got to get to. Um, and I got to think to myself, like, I know Joe's going to be okay if they do start without me because he, he knows you guys. I mean, he, I think uh, Wayward Raven has been part of Geekass Live since almost the beginning, at least. At least I think, yeah. Be yeah. Our first Coincidentally, match. oddly enough, because I think that's how that's how you, your, your first episode was just like you pulled up our book off the internet, and then like <laughs> Mark was like, "Hey, these guys out of nowhere just fucking did something with our book." I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so I, I told Comments that Joe's gonna be okay doing this. Um, and then when I got on here and I, I was listening to you guys talking about hair loss, which I was like, okay, well, I got nothing to talk about there because I got a full head of hair and I'm amazing. So, <laughs> oh, you know, fuck you. Too. He does have great hair. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's awesome. Like, I, even in the other interview, I kept having to push it out of my face and I'm like, oh, the longness is crazy. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, um, you know, get started into it. And eventually Joe sees that I'm here. He'll introduce me into it, but then it just never happened. And I just got to the point, I'm like, this is entertaining to listen to because it's almost like listening to, you know, Geekcast Live, pretty much. Because, uh, obviously, I, I don't know how Joe opened the show. I didn't miss the beginning of it. Uh, but we get sponsored by CarterComics.com. It's an online bookstore for comics. So I'm learning more and more about this uh, community or, like, this, you know, the, the comic book world, pretty much. And uh, learning about you guys through your Kickstarter and going online and learning about, you know, what you guys did, looking on Amazon and seeing um, – uh, the books and the comics you made and everything. I was like, this stuff is really cool and this stuff I want to like learn more about. So instead of me coming onto the show, fucking up the interview, I'm like, I'm just gonna <laughs> listen to it like it's a whole podcast that has nothing to do with me whatsoever. And, uh, I wasn't disappointed, whatever, because it was so informative. And I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, I know I'm gonna ask a question if I got brought up, but then all of a sudden you answered it. And I was like, okay, well, I know what I want to say. I know exactly what I want to say because I like to, you guys, you guys, wrestling fans at all? Uh, I. You can say no. It's okay I, to say no. Well, no, no. Actually, I, I uh, worked for a large organization that put on many shows at one point in my career. In addition to being a fan as a kid, so yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm well versed in, in the uh, wrestling culture, okay. although I haven't been as active lately. Yeah, so I think you, we, used to, we grew up with it basically. So yeah. So do you, do you know the term, like, when I say, like, to put someone over? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So in my mind, like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to say to put them over. I'm going to talk about how awesome it is that they're bringing these, like, these people who thought they couldn't make their dreams come true together and do all this. And then also you start doing it yourself. And I'm like, why am I even here? Like, like, they're <laughs> like, they, like they got this. And then Joe's just you? You know, crushing it. Dude, the, the the best the best wrestlers they 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 know what they're doing in the ring, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they know how to put each other over, right? I mean, that's absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And then you get you get a lot of the wrestlers as a reference. Unless you don't, unless you give them the opportunity to shine, they'll never succeed. And look at Joe. Joe usually just sits there while I talk the entire time, like he's doing exactly right now. This yep. will have been the entire interview. 
<laughs> if I was to get in, I was getting drop an elbow from the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, it, I mean, so Joe, I've been talking for forty minutes. I figured I'd give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was just fine listening here and learning more about it, you know. And obviously, like, yeah. you know, I'm, trying, I'm trying to look at more information about Wayward Raven, trying to figure out, you know, you guys started out in 2012 under a different banner, uh, creating these children books as long as these comic books, learning more about your Kickstarter and all the stuff you guys are doing. I'm like, this is really awesome, and I know that. A lot of the interviews <clears throat> that we get here on the show is a lot of the guests that are over on Geekcast Live. And you guys and um I think it was Infinite Monkeys were the two guys that I wanted to get out here like the absolute most. And as soon as the Kickstarter came through and I heard that uh GCR's book was going into it, I'm like, I wanna get them on here, I wanna get them on here before the Kickstarter uh happens. But you guys blew your uh your goal, like out of the water, and you still have, I think, like eight more days, which is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of uh, as of the beginning of this interview, it was uh, sixty one hundred out of fifty five hundred. Yeah. So pretty, yeah. pretty dope, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, one hundred and ten percent, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I wish I wish I had questions to ask, but you guys honestly answered everything that I would have asked. Um, and I wish I could blow smoke up your ass, but. Uh, you puckered up and did it yourself, so it's like really. It's like, <laughs> hey, this Listen, ain't our first I, rodeo. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, man. I had a I had a teacher in college, a professor who, you know, I I forget what it what it revolved around specifically, but mm-hmm. you know, he was going around the room and asking this and that, and and I I gave him some answer that that you know propped myself up because I am not shy. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's like, All right, hell, you say. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's hard. I, Alex doesn't believe that shit. He's like, no, nah, man, you're so shy. But, um, but yeah, he, he stopped the class and he's like this right here. And he, he's like, don't ever, ever be afraid to promote your, to promote yourself and, and, and give yourself yeah. props because if you don't do it, nobody else will. I was say no one else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, Same thing with like our, our strongest uh, cheerleaders, um, especially yeah. conventions where, where like, we usually start a convention with like an apology to our, our table mates. We're like, okay, you're gonna fucking hate us or be our best friends by the end of this show. <laughs> one of the yeah. two. So the beer probably helps with the best friends part. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, well, and, and that's something, like, especially when it comes to convention, something I gotta work on, which I mean, I, I have total respect for you that you're able to go up and just talk about anything or anyone. Um, so for me, and I joke it back me up on this, we went to C2E2 this past, uh, this past C2E2 this year, and, uh, we had a goal of handing out these business cards for our sponsor, cardacomics.com, and I could, I could be a personable person. I could sit and I could talk to whoever, I could bullshit whatever. I really don't care to that much. I like, like my time, my, like my privacy and stuff. Doing podcasts is kind of like the exact opposite of something like that, but at the same time, I love doing it. Like, I love meeting new people. I love talking to people. Yeah. Over podcasting, it's super fucking easy for me. <clears throat> but when we went to C2E2, and I'm sitting there, like, holding these stacks of cards, like, it was so hard for me to go up to, like, just to talk to somebody about it, just a complete stranger. Because like, it feels like I'm bothering them. Yeah, like, if we had a booth or something, it would be <sighs> one thing. But, like, yeah. when you're just walking up to random people, like, hey, uh, do you collect comics? Yeah. Would you like to go to one of four eBay stores or maybe a website and use the card, the discount code on the back of this card <laughs> to, uh, to, to get 10% off your order? No matter, uh, how much you buy or when you buy it, because it's a discount code, not a promo code. 
mm-hmm. uh, it's usable. And you can even use it over on the eBay store. You you uh, you you make your purchase, you win the bid, and then you uh, you send the code to uh, to Doctor Doug, and uh, he he'll take that ten he'll, he'll refund you that ten percent. Yeah, you know. So, and you, but uh, just about walking up to random people and telling them that is uh, is really <laughs> awkward. But doing it over a, over a, an audio medium like this, no problem. Yeah, you would think that doing that at a comic book convention would be like easy. But for some reason, yeah. like, I can't bring myself to do that shit in person. So when I see people on stage or listen to you talk, or even with reading your about you, how you're able to talk to somebody until they throw raw fruit at you or rotten fruit at you or something, <laughs> I'm like, I would love to do something like that. Like, I, 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 I do this gimmick where I'm like a general manager and on-screen general manager for this indie company. And they want me to get more involved in the company. So they want me to do more like at the show stuff. And I'm like, I really don't want to be in the middle of the ring. I really don't want to hold a microphone and talk in front of people. I'd rather just spew bullshit on my podcast and just have people believe that character because I couldn't get into the ring and act like I know what I need to act like. So it's a lot, it's, it's really cool that you were able to, you guys are able to do that because, uh, I'm, I'm a little bitch and I can't. I, I, I gotta tell you, so, so I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a little tip. Um, and, and some of this kind of comes naturally to me, but it's, it's a good thing for people to learn. I, I genuinely enjoy fighting shit out and, and fighting shit out about people. Um, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. I think we all have our days where like, oh man, I just, you know, not now, right? <laughs> we're just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I want to, I want to walk the other direction and be left alone for a little bit. Um, but people like talking about themselves, man. And, and you know what? You get an opportunity to ask somebody. They, we found, and Alex will back me up on this. I think, Mark, you we, just proved your point, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll keep fucking telling you shit about myself. Um, but no, seriously, like, like just, you know, and, and it, it yeah. totally, and you, obviously you do that well on a podcast, right? Cause it, cause it's, you know, you're we're mm-hmm. here on your show to tell you about our stuff, right? And I'm sure everybody is. Um, yeah. But yeah, you get out there in the real in, in the world, and you know, it, it becomes different when you ask them questions about them and what's this, what's that, and hey, you know, let me share something with you now. You know. Yeah, and I it it's rare for me to ever share stuff about my life. I mean, I do I actually do a lot more on the podcast, um, especially over the last couple of years, ever since the pandemic. I don't know what it did to me, but I think it changed me as a human being to where uh, I do open up and talk more about my life. We talk like more. We talk about more real shit that goes on in life out here on the podcast. <clears throat> and I think I got to the point where I was like, Joe, we really need to fucking get some more guests on here because I think we're getting too soap opera here. <laughs> well, um, if our lives weren't so soap opera, it'd be different, right? But, I was like, I was like, I was like, we need know. to find we need to find people to talk to. We 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 need social lives. Between, uh, just for, for a fun, uh, uh, little, little mental exercise of how soap opera y my life is personally, uh, between my parents, they both, uh, they got divorced and remarried. I have 10 step siblings. There's 10 siblings. I've got three biological siblings and, and seven step siblings. Um, and so my, my life is a telenovela. Wow. And I'm so, dumb enough to know, I don't even know what that means. Uh, it's just a Mexican soap opera. Oh, there yeah. we go. Oh, you mean Telemundo? His, yeah. His, his life is his life is Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mm. Without the cusk. <laughs> yeah. Although I do have an more dead. I, I do have an uncle who may have been murdered by his ex-wife. 
Wow. Which is a fun, fun thing. You can't find him and no one knows, or he's definitely dead. They just don't know. Oh, how he's definitely him. dead. Uh, but um, she, even though they were divorced, she stepped in and like took care of all the like uh, funeral arrangements and stuff, and like we're not having an autopsy. And also, her. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this on the show because it's. I mean, I, I doubt him being monitored or anything. But if it ever got back, but her dad is allegedly a big syndicate guy. Um, he wow. actually, when when they got married, uh, her dad got my um, got my uncle out of the Hell's Angels. And if you don't know anything about the Hell's Angels, one thing that everybody knows is the only way you leave is in a body bag. Mm. So, wow. uh, for, uh, yeah. for those of you listening to this show, when he says synd- he's talking about television, syndication, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, syndication. Yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's not talking about anything South, other than television South shows. Side syndication. I, yeah. I once got a high five from Tom Lennon. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It's just one of those things that makes you go, hmm. But yeah, so Game of Thrones is not far off. Is all I'm saying. Wow. Well, being wow. your stepbrother, I'm not sleeping with you, bro. So find a different TV show to relate to. <laughs> uh, touche. Well, is there uh, is there anything else, Travis, that you'd like to ask these guys, or um, is there anything Mark and ASAP you'd like to share that we we haven't covered? Wow, mm. I don't know how to follow I, that, dude. Honestly. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> Like I said, I mean, every every question I had was answered, which, again, good job, yeah. Joe. Okay. And good job to you guys for answering everything. Phenomenal. Oh, no problem. Right? I mean, the last, the last interview, interview I did, it was fucking pure chaos. It was, uh, we ended up bad mouthing <laughs> Oregon and uh, fucking Washington. And, I mean, Oregon knows what he did. Time. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I was told I was pronouncing it wrong. I don't get it. Oregano? Is that how it is? Mm-hmm. They, well, they say it's Oregon, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not. Well, I mean, considering we're both, I guess, cult, you know, uh, what was it, uh, coastal elites, <laughs> is it good if we trash talk other other states, or uh, does that just prove how douchey we are? That no, doesn't help ratings, because we'll do it. I'm challenging Indiana to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> My my last interview was the first time in the history of my show I had to tell a guest, go stand in the corner and keep your mouth shut till I come back to you. <laughs> and I was like, I never want to do that again. And uh, so far, so good. It's only been a week, but... Uh, it's only been a week. It's only, it's only been one a week. show, but... Yeah. Yeah, I understand, but... But no, oh, I mean, it, Joe, like I said, Joe did a great job, I, and you guys you guys were informative. Joe? Informative. With, Thank you. We make words good. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Joe, Joe is my uh, my Webster whenever I need it. And I'm not talking about the uh, the little guy uh, from the TV show back in the day, um, the uh, the dictionary one. <laughs> so when I can't think of words, I just gotta go to Joe. And nine times out of ten, he knows it. Sometimes he's wrong, but most of the time he's right. Sometimes I'm not paying attention. Uh, I think I think the the biggest thing the biggest thing I want our listeners to acknowledge about uh, this project that we brought you on for is and and you you kind of uh, described it uh, perfectly earlier was that you're given an opportunity to a lot of people who can't find the opportunity to do this stuff themselves 
as like I said, like you had a lot of like outpour of support. Uh, you said you said this book is maybe almost three hundred pages worth of content. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up on that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what the final count is when it all gets together, but I'm I'm guessing somewhere north of two sixty, probably close to three. Yeah, that, and I think that's the coolest thing. I think people need to realize that. I mean, like you guys are doing something that I think is making a lot of people happy by giving them an opportunity to see their content being, you know, released to, you know, the the world in a sense. And I, I think that was a cool thing because you're not doing it just for you. You're doing it for a community of people who just like you just want to get their stuff out there for people to enjoy. And if they take away anything from this, I think it should be that because it does. it's not that difficult to do what you guys did. I mean, obviously there's a process in it, but the idea that you had – wasn't difficult to come up with, and I think that's really cool that you guys did that. This is going to sound corny, but I, I I keep saying this. Like, I literally got into comics so I can make friends and draw cool shit with them. Yeah. Um, nice. That's kind of in the through line of this project. Like, one of the, one of the projects I'll even say uh, was like it was a script that I was gonna that I wrote that I was gonna have a friend of mine draw who's like looking to break into stuff. Things didn't work out. Uh, for that project, so I ended up just drawing this myself, but he and another friend of ours got together to do the same type of thing, and now they're going to be in it, and it's that whole thing, and I'm kind of, like, coaching him in a way, you know, so it's, like, it's fulfilling, like, my desire to do more mentorship, stuff like that, too, it's, like, mm-hmm. and it's it's just that thing of, like, hey, I'm back in, like, grade school, all my friends like them, we love comics, we draw our own comics, and it's but we're doing this, and we can actually write and draw <laughs> as opposed to crayons, <laughs> <Yeah>. practically. <laughs> well, the, yeah. the, the thing, the thing I'll tell you, and Alex, you probably agree with me on this. I mean, the indie comics community is amazing. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say we haven't run into our, our fair share of douchebags from time to time, but for the most Every part, community's got them. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's super supportive, and I think I think we kind of. Part of our, our pitch with this whole thing in the first place was to say we're stronger together, and it's amazing how well that community has responded. Um, even folks who aren't in the book who don't like have any, you know, like oh great if I, you know, whatever they could care less if we make it or not. Um, yeah. Not true, you know. They they've been supportive and they've you know gone out and pledged stuff and and um, and been part of this. And, and frankly, I think a, a number of them are going to be the next folks that we tap on the shoulder and say, Hey, who wants to be an issue too? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, this is part and, of our promotion. We've been like also saying, Hey, our stuff's cool, but like check out these other Kickstarters and they've been doing the same for us. Cause, and it's been helping us build up that network and support. Yeah. yeah Joe, Joe, you've been getting those updates. I don't, I don't know how you feel about them, but I, I love, I love being them. able once or twice a week, put that stuff out, you know, look at this one, check that one out. These guys are cool. You know, I mean, my bank yeah. doesn't like it, but <laughs> I think it's, I think it's really cool. I love seeing the updates. And I also, um, uh, I get the emails from Kickstarter like, Hey, uh, wayward Ravens back this project. You should probably check it out. <laughs> yeah. I keep seeing the ones yeah. that you do too, Joe, which is cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, now I got to think about which ones I've been backing. They've all been chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to blow up your spot on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, Alice, uh, I actually um, while you guys were talking, I was I went on your Etsy account and uh, yeah. I saw I saw a couple of your artwork that's awesome, and I actually may be looking at buying it soon. Yeah, let me know, man. 
So I, I, like, I probably need to put up some new stuff because like the problem I keep having with Etsy is if I put up certain things, I keep, I get a uh, letters from certain lawyers, which annoys me. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's I know I know for sure there's two things that I'm definitely looking at. Uh, yes. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but Mark, uh, it's, it's like you said, the community for uh, for these comics is really cool, and actually doing this podcast kind of helped me meet people. Uh, I, 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 Joe, I don't know how many, I don't know the number of people that we met who are comic book creators. Uh, I don't either. But they've all been phenomenal, except for Ten. one. So, yeah. <laughs> had to go in the so, corner. so 90%. <laughs> so, um, so, but, but everyone's really cool. I mean, like, I, I think CJ Scandal we've had on the show, God, like five, six times talking about. Oh, yeah, he's know, great. Every new issue. Um, but I said, I mean, it, it, it it's awesome to think that you know like we meet these creators who not only like don't really know who we are until we reach out to them but the fact mm-hmm. that they have so much fun that they come back so um i encourage you that's guys that's his long-winded way of saying come back it's not long-winded. Oh, dear. I, you want to go long-winded? I'll go for you long-winded. I thought that was pretty brief. I'm trying to sit yeah, here. I was. I'm, try, I'm trying to build these guys up. I'm trying to blow smoke up their fucking asses to encourage them. Like, hell yeah, I want to come back to this fucking oh, shit. <laughs> How dare you, Joe? See, you give, you give a guy a little bit of fucking power. All, I know. I know. All That's of a sudden. I can't, like, congratulate people too much. Right? God. Joe, you, you got you to... Gotta, you gotta, Beat the man to be the man. So, you know, I'm telling you, fly an elbow off the top rope to take him out. You know, <laughs> that was the elbow out. right there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how it went for me. <laughs> Two men into one man leave. But, but, no, I, I think what you guys are doing is actually really awesome. And uh, I do hope that if you guys ever want to talk more about your content or what you're creating, you guys are always welcome back and uh, talk with us about because the whole reason for this podcast was to meet people like you guys who are content creators and you know, like, you know, doing these things that, you know, are incredible, whether it be movies or comics and, you know, games or whatever it is. Like, we encourage you guys to come back on the show, and we do hope you do come back if uh, you ever want to promote the next volume or when this one gets released. Oh, yeah. That'd oh, be awesome. hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, before you do come back, uh, do you guys want to tell everyone where they could find your products or your what, what website or social media they could find you on? Absolutely. Alex, you go ahead. I usually get to do Oh, yeah, I love this part. Well, <laughs> glad you asked. <laughs> you can find us on all of our stuff on waywardraven.com. Uh, if you're interested in, in the, the anthology, it's waywardraven.com slash we suck. Or just go to waywardraven.com and click on the, the big-ass Kickstarter thing there. Uh, if you're on Kickstarter, just look for We Suck at Comics. Uh, and uh, for Damn Heroes, just go to damnheroes.com. You can follow me at ASAP Can Draw on pretty much most social media. Mark can be found as at Panther Pit with two T's on most social media. And we are Wayward Raven Media on Facebook and Instagram and Wayward Raven on Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you guys have any conventions coming up that you want to promote? We just finished Rhode Island, and we're looking at the next con schedule. You know, the 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 nice thing the nice thing about being a little colder here in the Northeast is uh, cons kind of drop off for a few months, so we get a chance <laughs> to kind of oh collect thank, our thoughts. And, yeah, yeah. We, you know, like towards the end of the year, it becomes you know it it you it goes from like a sprint 
too, just a, an outright marathon towards the yeah. end of the year. It's, you know, bang, bang, bang. And, um, and, and New York is always a big one for us and Rhode Island's a big one. And, and there's usually some others in there. Um, so I think we're, we're looking at, we're looking at what next year's schedule looks like. Um, there, there's a couple shows in Boston we're thinking about. There's, we're thinking about C2E2. Um, we're, we're definitely hoping to do New York again and, and we're already signed. We actually at the end of, um, at the end of Rhode Island, we went and we signed up for Rhode Island again because that's been a pretty great show for us. Um, yeah, totally. So, nice. Yeah, and, and there's, you know, some other ones in, in, in and around that we're looking at, Jersey, things like that. So, um, no, yeah. Well, if you ever, uh, if you ever do make it out to, uh, C2E2, uh, I'd love to, uh, you know, touch base with you guys, hang out, maybe get, yeah. uh, get a, uh, beef, Italian beef sandwich and a beer. I was I was going to be like, I'll buy you a beef and maybe we'll have a Malort. Uh, we got to try Malort, but like, I, I, I still have yet to get an Italian beef. I've made them, but I don't know what they're supposed to taste like now. So I need to have <laughs> the original ones. Wild, my, your wife is from here. Yeah, my wife's from here. We were, <laughs> we were just there, like, right after we launched the Kickstarter for a family uh, emergency. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, at least I managed to get my staples. I got, you know, I got my pizza, I got my pizza puff, and I had Harold's. Nice. The tri, the, the Triforce is complete. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I will tell you guys, we, we did C2E2 a couple of years back and, and had an awesome time, and, and that's part of why we're looking to go back and do it again. But one one of the things, and I, I think I, I mentioned it to Joe right before the, the show started, but I'll, I'll mention it again, and, and I'll mention it to any other comic creators or podcasters, wherever they're out there listening. I mean, we, we're part of a group called Creator Aftercon, and I highly encourage any comic folks, folks that want to make comics, that sort of thing to get involved in. And every year at C2E2, there's usually at least one or two nights of, of hanging out after the show, and we all kind of meet up, particularly at a bar, that sort of thing, and, and get a chance to see what everybody else is working on and talk to each other and, and connect with folks. And I, I highly recommend you know, aspiring creators and folks go do that sort of stuff. So, you know, another little plug for you. You can find us at Creator Aftercon stuff, D-A-C-N, um, and a lot of other cool folks too. Yeah, we also have a Facebook group for C-A-C-N, so definitely follow that. Yeah, they'll tell you where. I mean, but usually every year at the very least there's a, there's a you know, New York, Chicago, and, and San Diego. There's usually something going on after you know after the show's over each one of those events. Yeah, I feel like there's a different nice. show, another one too. Like Sarah, uh, Johnny's usually at Saratoga. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of folks that are part of different. You know, they're just kind of all over the the U.S. and, and um, there's probably some some smaller gatherings, bigger gatherings, but um, yeah, I, I, you're looking to do more with comics or. or you know, even just hook up with other indie folks, I, I highly, highly encourage you to go check that stuff out. And I feel like every year it, it gets more and more crowded um, at Twins Pub. So, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> the word's getting out, you know. But if you ever want to know where we are, follow us on waywardraven.com. <laughs> Where's that again, <laughs> On the internet, dummy. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a series of tubes. Uh, You've been making that joke all freaking weekend. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
Gosh, that would be very fun. Sorry, I'm just now I'm picturing you guys having a zine called Wayward Raven. People have to find it. It's funny you say that. You know, or whatever. That's kind of what you have to go to your local public library and pick yeah. up the Wayward Raven zine to find out where the food truck <laughs> is this week. Because <laughs> we don't, because we don't tweet. We're too far underground. <laughs> it's no, no joke. That's kind of what 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 we suck feels like. It feels like a zine. <laughs> Uh, outstanding, outstanding. We're still putting out ash cans, so. Alex. We're still putting out ash cans. Yeah, just just bigger now. <laughs> <laughs> they're ash, they're ash trays or uh, <laughs> ash tubs. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, thank Full you guys so much holes. for being here, uh, listeners. Once again, we suck at comics at Kickstarter dot com. Back at you've got. Uh, by the time this comes out, you'll have seven days. So get there. Get there, sign up. We we talked a little bit about the show. There's going to be stretch goals now that they've that they've smashed their original goal. So uh, now is the time. Now is the time to not only get the the original stuff, but to get the the extra stuff that they're adding for for the support that that the community has given them. So head there right now. Um, and and yeah, thank you guys for being here. It was really really a good time. As always, thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We always love hanging out with you, man. And we'll, we're happy to. Come repeat our performance anytime you uh, you guys are looking for guests. So perfect. Mm-hmm. See you next week. Nice. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how'd you how'd you open the show, Joe? Uh, I just said uh, I honestly don't remember. I, I think I opened it with um, something like, "You guys ever think about doing a cold open because you can't remember how your show's supposed to start?" <laughs> and they they kind of gave me some non-committal answers and i said uh well anyway uh this is cartoon joe uh welcome to this freaking show the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing nice and then i introduced them and we got on with it they guys uh, started talking about balding yeah yeah well because they uh they've been doing this for 10 years and and 10 years ago they both had hair well, you, did, you did great in the interview, Joe. You did really good. Thank you. It just encourages me to uh, give you more slack and uh, more responsibilities. <laughs> so I'm excited for Damn. This. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, no, I, I'm really excited for their Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're good people. You, you guys over at uh, Geekass Live really know how to uh, connect with the right people. Good people. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, were you, uh, very lucky, I think. Yeah. What are you freaking thinking about? What am I freaking thinking about? I am freaking thinking about, um, there's a show on Netflix called The Dragon Prince that, uh, it's been three seasons for ages and ages and ages. And we've been waiting for the fourth season. Some of the writers and, and, and producers of the show have been like, this, it's ready to go. We're just waiting for Netflix to release it. Yeah. And they finally did. And so, uh, Lady Science and I watched it last night or, Maybe it was Sunday night. This week's been weird. Um, and it, it was great. We really enjoyed it. Um, it's The pacing's a little off for the first couple of episodes, but mm-hmm. after you get through them, it's it's a really good season, and I cannot wait for the rest of the show to drop. I believe, they, I believe they've got at least six seasons uh, total that are coming. So there's there's two more seasons left to uh, to tell the story. So really having a good time with it. Now, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, 
So I'm I'm getting involved in this thing, and I I don't know exactly how to. So it how the fuck do I describe this? <clears throat> so it's Grand Theft Auto uh, online. So it's like it's like GTA role playing or some shit. Nice. But, uh, I think I, I think I talked about this on the show. It's like it's, it's like this guy created this online GTA role playing thing, but it's called uh, it's called Tarp. It's called the uh, the role. What the fuck is it? The uh, the action. No, the Academy role playing. That's what it's called. Tarp. Um, and it's basically like you know you could go into it and you could uh, you could be a firefighter, you could be an EMT, you could be a cop, you could be a tow truck driver. <laughs> Or you could work at a burger shop, you could get like a government job, you could be a garbage man, a construction guy, you could be a politician, you could be a nice. gang member, it's whatever. So it's like, it's online and stuff. And I watch a lot of Twitch, and there's like three people who play the game on Twitch that and I've been watching it kind of like, almost religiously. Like I've never used Twitch so much as that I have in like the last month or so. And I was like, you know, that's kind of interesting to look into. Like, I've never been big on, like, you know, those kind of games. Like, you know, I mean, I, I've played Sims before, and it kind of seems like a Sims thing, but with more people. And nice. I was like, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. So I found them on Discord. I applied for their app because you have to fill an application for it, basically just kind of like uh because they they want you to really commit to the role playing in this. Like, you, they really want you to commit to it. Gotcha. So they give, they give you like role playing scenarios and stuff like that, and then they ask you about your character and a background story and stuff. And I got accepted, so I got to go through some kind of weird like, like uh, onboard seminar thing or some goofy shit. I got to like go onto like Discord a Discord meeting for like an hour or some shit. But um, I think it might become a real thing where I might actually play my very first online game. It just honestly, it all depends on if this computer can handle it because I'm not sure. That's awesome. Um, but I already have my foot in the door, so I, I have an opportunity to actually play the game, and I'm actually kind of excited for it. So nice. We'll see. Yeah. Sweet. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know of anything we have planned for next week. Me either. Um, I know the I know the elections and shit are going on as we speak. Uh, yeah. You know, we can talk a little bit about that maybe next week, but yeah. Uh, we're well, we'll actually know what's going on by next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I you know, and there's another thing too. Is like I've never been a big fan, and again we talked about this last week. I've never been a big fan of them like saying poll closes at seven at seven oh five. We're calling it. It's like just wait. I know that was that was really wild to me. Yeah, I mean I, I'm sure they have a general idea of what it's going to be, but like you know like they've done that in the last two presidential elections and things flip flopped rapidly at the end. Yeah, it's like it's like maybe just yeah. wait till well, you. Get, would, and I, and I think in this age where you have people talking all the time about like uh, this this is what election fraud looks like or whatever, and we're going to uh, create this narrative of, of like you know we're, we're, we we want to prepare people for the idea that election fraud is happening so yeah. that we can then talk about only election fraud for the next like twelve years or whatever mm. it feels like I don't know. Um, and then I, I just feel like you know, a more responsible thing to do would be to say, okay, uh, you know, 95% of the vote is in, we've counted it, and now we're calling it, or, that, you know, something along those lines. Joe, that, is, that was my exact mindset. 95 was the number I was thinking. If yeah. you get 95% of the votes in, 
and it's a it's a it's a pretty steep margin between the two. Not I'm not talking about like a couple hundred you know votes in between. I'm talking about like if you're ninety five percent in and you're like thousands off, go ahead and get caught. Don't go five minutes into it and say like we're calling it because I mean and they did that to a bunch of fucking states. Like I think oh yeah. I think it was, I, I don't know if it was Kentucky or Virginia or Pennsylvania. It was one of those three that like they called it for the Republican uh, candidate, but he was at forty eight, that the Democrats fifty two. Mm. And I was like, "How? You only have seven percent of the fucking numbers." Like, right? Like, good for your educated guesses and shit, but for the love of God, just just wait till you get the numbers in. Right. Well, uh, even even here in Illinois, uh, uh, Tammy Duckworth and Jamie Pritzker were called. Like at seven oh one or like seven o'clock and thirty seconds, yeah. and and you go down and you look how much the vote and it was still zero percent. And I'm like, how? I I I believe they win. They won. I, I have no yeah. problem believing that because like uh, they're good. Cook they're going to carry Cook County, and mm-hmm. if you carry Cook County in a statewide election, like ninety nine percent of the time you're going to win it. Damn. But like at, you know, I I live in Cook County. I have no problem believing that, but for the people who live in the rest of the state, mm-hmm. like, uh, wait at least until, I mean, honestly, the responsible thing in my mind, let the 90%, let 95% roll in, but at least let 50% roll in, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. Don't, like, don't release it at <clears throat> seven, 7 o'clock and 30 seconds with 0% of the vote. Right. I just that's... I thought that was ridiculous. See, and it's, it's doing stuff like that that makes people say, like, well, then what's the point of fucking voting? Like, if they're already right. going to... That's what makes people feel like it's rigged. Yeah, yeah. So that was a little good. But we could dive more into that next week. Um, for sure, for sure. And then, uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we have any interviews uh, lined up and everything. But we're all getting closer to the end of the year, which means we're getting closer to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So, um... So, guys, uh, yeah, I don't think we have anything else to, uh, to mention. Um... Do make sure you check out uh, Wayward Ravens uh, Kickstarter. Um, I believe uh, we have a link from last week. We'll link it again this week in the show notes. And uh, make sure you do follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. And, of course, our shows are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, just by searching this freaking show. Guys, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travis Steve. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.